Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm your host, Dave C. And you're listening to Never Isolated, a show hosted here on TalkShoe. And the show ID is 7910667. And you're most welcome. Welcome, everyone. Yes, welcome to a further episode of Never Isolated Podcast. We're coming to the end of the week here. Um, the This podcast, for those who have just caught it for the first time, uh, is trying to cover in some small manner uh, some of the fallout and the events and some of the stats that are raging around the world with COVID-19, as is, of course, the virus itself and in particular a reference to the UK. I'm doing this on most weekdays, not every weekdays. I do occasionally have to get out of the house and do some essential shopping, and I try and just do that uh, one uh, visit out um, per week. I'm trying to do a minimum amount of uh, uh, venturing out into the world, but nonetheless I do keep my eye on the developments, the rapidly developing and changing scenario, not only in this country, but around the world. And to that end, uh, as your host, Dave C, I will be here today just for about 30 further minutes. And today's episode is episode 88, would you believe? Is that right? Can it be 88? It is indeed episode 88, never isolated, Stats, Sports and My Soapbox. Yes, it's for Friday, the 10th of July, 2020. And just for reference, uh, I was just checking back the very first episode we did of this call, because, you know, uh, some podcasts take a year to get to a year and a half to get to 88 episodes. The first episode for your reference was on Monday, the 16th of March. So um, in very rapid fire, we've covered an awful lot of ground. And we also, as well as these daily briefings, and by the way, this, I am doing this live there is just myself here in the room at TalkShoe. Um, if anybody does join me, I won't be unmuting them. We are in sort of, uh, um, what can we say, um, moderator mode still at the moment on these daily episodes. But uh, coming up, the next episode will be, your maths is good enough to work it out, episode 989. But that will be one of our weekend quizzes. Yes, the Lonesome Quiz 14 will go up on the feeds sometime over this coming weekend. Well, today uh, I've given the agenda um, that you can see on the Torture page below the actual play box at a later date is travel updates, sports events in flux, and an opinion piece from me to end the week. Yes, I don't give my opinion too frequently on this. I try and keep to, first of all, uh, getting information from the BBC Online news site, and I do that from uh, a 
perspective of public need to know. And I do always reference the links and I do urge people to go to that uh, news site online and further read because I only uh, pick small sections of what is being said, uh, basically to guide people to do their own checking and researching and so on. I do not want to give out any information that is unsound. And to that end, uh, I think we ought to get on because I want to try and cover uh, the pieces of information that I have to hand and give myself just five minutes at the end. As I say, I don't usually um, give my opinions in any great detail, but I do feel that um, one or two things uh, are starting to uh, get flagged on my consciousness about um, what is happening. And uh, I'm going to leave that to the end so people can skip that if they so wish. Uh, just let me play in my own little clip first uh, before we launch into the the main uh, bulk of today's show. This is Never Isolated podcast here on TalkShoe. And please remember, we have a Twitter account, Never Isolated, all one word. Show ID is 7910667. Okay, I, I mentioned yesterday about the number of deaths uh, bringing the UK total. It was 126 deaths bringing a UK total to um, 44,517. Well, looking on uh, a page now, which is um, from the UK UK deaths coronavirus, um, there is a graph there, and that also states um, for today 126. Now, I think that is probably still the same statistic, but the total deaths given is a slightly larger figure of 44,000. 602. So unless it's a coincidence that on two successive days, 126 people sadly passed away in the UK, it may well be that um, the, the the number is um, that I gave out yesterday was slightly underreported. So in the UK, 44,602. But of course, as we know, that figure is ever steadily going towards the 70,000 mark in terms of excess deaths. And this is a very complicated subject. I'm not going to go into it again today. But of course, there are mitigating circumstances with people not traveling as much, uh, people um, uh, not doing uh, dangerous sports or uh, all sorts of other factors that mean in some cases, in fact, we've even had the odd day where there have been less deaths than would normally have been on a specific period. Uh, so it is a rather complex uh, calculation that will need to be done at some future date. The um, first page I'm going to reference, um, and I will put this link in the room, although by the time you check it, the contents being displayed will probably be quite different, but it is the, um, the live update pages. It's bbc.co.uk forward slash news forward slash live forward slash world dash five double three five double eight five zero and just move that audio slider back if you want to uh, uh, have that repeated
and um, it also contains on here a summary along the uh, left-hand side. So probably the quickest way if people want to get um, information on that is to uh, uh, look at the uh, the summary down the side. And I'm just going to refresh the page before I start talking because invariably when I start talking about this, the um, the, the 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 page refreshes itself. And just to give you an idea of how popular this page is currently, as I've just refreshed it, uh, twenty three thousand. 431 other people than myself, so it's 23,432 people are viewing this summary page at the moment. So um, the other figures I want to just read from here um, is that they're globally, the figures, um, that has now been moved up to 12.2 million cases, cases not deaths, with more than uh, 550 thousand deaths and also there is another uh, mention from the uh, the top u.s diseases expert uh, dr anthony forsey um, has said that some states in the country all reopened too fast again please listen back to yesterday's episode um 87 where we looked at some of the states uh, instead of being about seven states highlighted as having um reoccurrence and emergence and uh, uh, strengthening of the uh, the numbers uh, there were more like 17 states that um, are certainly not out of the woods yet but um, I'm just going to read very briefly from the summary and then I'm going to uh, just go to a number of different areas of the BBC site as I mentioned on a public need to know basis um, before we um, we we slightly focus on uh, travel, uh, sports, and then uh, I hope to have my say at the end, unless you, unless you switch off at that point. Well, that is, of course, your prerogative. So, um, um, traveller uh, travellers arriving from the UK, in the UK from dozens of countries no longer have to self-isolate for two weeks. That's going to be increased up to about 60 numbers, I believe. Oh, in fact, that's been updated uh, in this new summary since I first looked at it this morning. The rules are being relaxed for arrivals from more than 70 countries and British overseas territories. So when added together, that's 170. Hong Kong is to suspend all schools amid a spike in locally transmitted cases of COVID-19. The officials have confirmed <clears throat> an awful lot going on in Hong Kong at the moment, um, uh, rather in political turmoil as well. Um, uh, just to add to what Dr. Anthony Fawcett said, he also said we are in a very difficult, referring to the United States, difficult, challenging period right now. It comes as the US posted another record rise in cases of more than 65,000 cases in 24 hours. Of course, a lot of testing. They're the most tested country, I believe, by percentage in um, in the US. So uh, we've had two days where it was over 60,000 and most recently 65,000 new cases uh, added to their total. And Singapore is trying to hold their national elections, but using strict safety measures in place. So those are the summary highlights from that page. And I'm just going to go to um, 
the pages as I have them listed. And the first page I'm going to go to is um, related to sport. And in particular, <clears throat> keeping with the US, uh, one of the things that is um, up in the air at the moment is the delayed US Open. Remember, the French Open has uh, been delayed until September. Um, Wimbledon uh, is um, having a virtual uh, Wimbledon this year, and the BBC are covering that. They've actually been watching some great uh, matches. Uh, it was lovely to see Pistol Pete, Pete Sampras, playing a, a game yesterday, and uh, I was also watching um, um, some other great female um, uh, matches. Um, lovely to see uh, Chris Everett. Uh, on the stage, uh, also the they had a clip from the 1977 Silver Jubilee year um, matches, um, and uh, I've actually quite enjoyed it. But I am indeed missing the live uh, matches on that. But the US Open, um, uh, there's news on that, and this was updated yesterday, just shortly after I did the show. I think um, the US Open for the moment is still on, yet there is an increasing pessimism within the tennis that the tournament um, may not be able to survive due to the uh, escalating uh, figures in the US, as I just mentioned, up to 65 new cases. And of course, uh, Florida is one of those main places where the numbers are up. And indeed, that's where most of uh, are a great number of uh, U.S. tennis players have their tennis court uh, areas and where they have their training camps. And also a lot of the international players that come to America would probably first go to Florida to acclimatize prior to the start of the, uh, the Open and then move, uh, of course, to the event itself. Um, the cases in New York themselves have fallen sharply since April, but concern over quarantine, both on arrival and when travelling on uh, to Europe to prepare for the French Open that now follows, of course. So um, the, the, there may be some concern from European players that they may play in the US Open, but then not be able to get back for the French Open. So they may have to decide their priorities, especially if they are a clay court specialist. Um, so that, um, and this the young, wonderfully gifted new tennis player. Well, he's been around for a couple of years now. Stefanos Tipanis. I can't pronounce his name, so I'll spell his surname out. T S I T S I P A S. Long, tall, lanky guy. Guy only twenty one. Um, uh, what he's put. Personally, I would go and play, but if things got worse and our health is in danger, then the US Open and everybody involved should suspend the event for this year. And he was talking to the BBC News World News uh, World Service. The mood has gone south in the last week or two, um, was the way somebody else put it, with one agent no longer expecting the championships to go ahead. Uh, the U.S. Open is to, scheduled to be played behind closed doors in New York from the 31st of August. Of course, that's very near, as I say, to the new French Open dates. But if it is to be cancelled, that decision will likely have to be taken before the end of this month. And um, 
it is, of course, Friday the 10th of July. So within the next two weeks, that needs to uh, be made. The governor of New York State, uh, Andrew Cuomo, uh, invested a lot of political capital capital in giving the US the green light last month. And there's an awful lot to read on that page. So for that reason, I'm going to put in the URL for that. And while I do so, I'm just going to play that little clip in of mine one more time. This is Never Isolated podcast here on TalkShoe. And please remember, we have a Twitter account, Never Isolated, all one word. Show ID is 7910667. And I just had a, took a moment to look at the participants list. Nobody's joined me. By the way, I'm not showing any graphs today. So because we want to concentrate on these sort of specific areas. So the URL that I've just mentioned, and there's an awful lot there of coverage, um, is bbc.co.uk forward slash sport forward slash tennis forward slash five double three five six seven double nine um so we're now going to uh, just move on um to some of the other things um i mentioned the us quite a bit let me just move to australia uh, victoria sees record number of infections we know that melbourne has been isolated of course and um that has shown the second uh, uh, is on a second shutdown uh, over there. So let me just read from this page. It's a long URL, so I won't read it, but it is on the live section. And this was updated uh, quite early this morning. Um, uh, Australia's Victoria sees record infections. Victoria has detect, uh, detected 288 new infections, not deaths, in the past 24 hours. That's the highest daily tally for an Australian state since the pandemic began. And it also mentions New South Wales and so on. Also on the update in there while I'm at it, uh, Iran reports fresh COVID-19 deaths. And just to give you an idea, there are now um, three pages of information updated on there uh, since um yesterday uh, some updates from around europe so mentioned the us mentioned australia i know i'm just touching these bases um today uh, because literally there's no way i can cover all the incoming news here and i would direct you again back to the bbc site italy has banned arrivals from 13 at-risk countries at the very same time that the uk is relaxing ours health minister roberto Spiranazzi, is it? Says the pandemic at its, at its, its most acute phase, uh, so no one is allowed in from countries in these following ones Armenia, Brazil, Bosnia, Herzegovina, Kuwait, North Macedonia, Moldova, and Peru. Meanwhile, arrivals from Serbia into the UK until now have to over quarantine because their Asian rises. Uh, Bulgaria's banned football fans from stadiums and closed indoor nightclubs. Um, so just giving a smattering of these. Uh, I won't go into it today, but there is a very real concern again from uh, care homes and um, the increasing, because of the need to ring fence, those people, there is um, a, a concern now that patients in care homes with uh, uh, dementia 
are, are losing contact, of course, because of the limited number of visits of family members and their their anchor points, as it were, are not there to help these people uh, keep uh, connected to the real world. Back to sport, Northern Ireland, the gyms are now up and running, running. Um, um, we've also got some very great concern in the Middle East and in Syria. Uh, there's still quite a lot of these refugee camps in certain areas of the world due to conflicts. I know there are in Africa as well. And of course, the, in France, there's still some refugee camps there for people trying to get into Europe and into the UK and so on. And these, of course, are places with perhaps not adequate sanitation. Probably a lot of these places have... Um, vastly outnumbered from the, the 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 numbers they were intended to accommodate, so they are a possible breeding ground if COVID nineteen gets um, you know locked into these places. Uh, these people have nowhere to go. But let me just mention this particular one in Syria. First case of coronavirus reported mainly rebel-held province of northwest Syria has sparked fears of a devastating outbreak in crowded camps providing refuge for displaced people. So these people are already suffering, uh, having tried to escape from war, um, and then they're having this. A doctor con uh, con contacted the virus at the hospital, which has now been shut in a town uh, in... in, in Idlib, is it? I-D-L-I-B, near the Turkish border. So again, misery piled upon misery for those people. Um, and, oh yes, uh, in Scotland, Sturgeon, Nicola Sturgeon, face coverings as automatic as a seatbelt. She implores people to think. There's also some mention about um, the 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 further endeavours to try and get a vaccine. There are now 18 different vaccines on trial. Um, in fact, I, I have to stop checking that page because there are just so many things. Africa Live, there's a whole Africa Live section on the BBC site, bbc.co.uk forward slash news forward slash world forward slash Africa. Kenya loses first doctor to COVID-19. Um, and then there's a whole section on Europe. If you want to check that out, that's bbc.co.uk forward slash news forward slash world forward slash uh, Europe is also one for Latin America. Um, um, again, this has a different aspect on things. The URL is bbc.co.uk forward slash news forward slash world forward slash Latin underscore America with the headline on there is um, how Mexico Mexican cartels are gaining from COVID-19. Brazil's cabinet gets tested for coronavirus. Um, Colombia extends lockdown as virus. Ex so whole continents are half continents um, that are having, uh, you know, are still in the very great grips of um, this uh, issue. I mentioned about the um, the homes. If you want to read more about the dementia patients, um, this is. Um, uh, on 
this link and I'll put this link into the room. I'm very aware I am paraphrasing these things, but in effect, um, I wouldn't I wouldn't read um, much more than a paragraph from each anyway, because this is uh, a site you you should really go and check out are uh, a a similar account, similar news outlet in your own country. But the link, if you want to know more about this um, uh, worrying thought on the the ongoing health of people in care homes, is bbc.co.uk forward slash news forward slash new UK dash five treble three eight one three nine. Um, I mentioned Scotland and Nicola Sturgeon urging people face coverings now compulsory in Scotland's shops and with travel. We mentioned the travel into the UK, so I mentioned sport and travel. Um, Scottish Premiership given green light for an August kickoff. And I'm just going to refresh this page one more time on the sport. And one more time on the main page. See if anything just catches my eye. No, it is just um, unrelenting and quite rightly too. I mean, um, the worst thing that can happen is if people only focus on what's happening in to uh, their own country and what's happening around the world. And can I just give one more link before I go on to my little soapbox for the last few minutes of today's call. And this is the newspapers. There's a the papers page uh, updated by the BBC News staff. Um, and the URL for this rather long, but I'll read it out. bbc.co.uk forward slash news forward slash blogs dash the dash papers dash Five double three five seven eight seven two, and it gives you a snapshot of how newspaper headlines are uh, thinking about this. There are other real-world events, things happening with Johnny Depp, junk food, uh, about gyms. There's some concern that people are so used to now exercising out in the fresh air. Will they go back to the gyms? Will they be concerned about the, you know, the 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 hygiene and the transmission there? Swimming and games back on for summer. Salons reopening. There's been this call from uh, these nail salons and so on. If hairdressers are going back, why can't they? Um, we had all the information. There's lots of information to break down on the Chancellor's uh, spending, which is, as I mentioned yesterday, has been affirmed. That's could, when the total is put together, uh, mean a, a spend of 380, 390 billion pounds. Um, and... Um, uh, there's more job losses, of course, was mentioned on uh, some very major high streets. Uh, Boots and John Lewis is uh, uh, leading the jobs call. And um, there's an awful lot. Coronavirus pandemic is accelerating, warns the who. That's talking about the, that in the reference to the world. And uh, the one of the paper, I'll just quote, 
the Daily Express leads with the uh, the news that after a delay of a couple of months, the BBC is going back ahead with its uh, axing of the free TV licenses to people over the age of 75. That was going to come in. Uh, that was postponed for a couple of months, but that still will go ahead. Again, the BBC is facing uh, funding crises away. Okay, well, um, let me just see that we are about 26 minutes or so into today's episode, episode um, 88. And I'm just going to, for the next few minutes, get on my soapbox. So um, please bear with me. And the soapbox I want to raise is, uh, first of all, I'm not really a religious person. I was raised Church of England. I was christened, uh, married in the Church of England. Um, and I'm not just referring now to the Church of England. I just want to make the comment that it does seem as though there's not a lot of guidance coming from the world leaders. So um, it's, I'm sorry about that phone call. It is while I had to just um, end that call very quickly. Um, it seems to me as though we're not getting any guidance coming from the major religions of the world. To me, it seems to be a little bit of a vacuum. And one would have thought that, you know, there are vast percentages of the world that very strongly have faith in their particular religion and would one would expect them to be seeking and expecting guidance from their leaders of the church. And maybe it's just me that's not looking in the right areas, but I'm not seeing that guidance. So um, my soapbox isn't really a soapbox of my opinion. It's a soapbox of wondering why this seems to be this religious vacuum in terms of guidance. To me, this seems in, uh, we've had times before where Different churches have come together. Now, I realise they can't have a real conference, but one would have thought this is the absolute point in time when leaders of different churches and different faiths should be coming together to, to reach out to their communities and even reach out across communities to strengthen people's faith, to give them hope, to give them the strength to cope with enduring what, remember, this this illness falls on everyone, but it also falls disproportionately on the poor, people of certain ethnic backgrounds, um, and of course, of people of different financial status. And faith is a very, very important part of what? 50%, 60% of the world's population. Um, it just seems to me that that is somewhere where guidance should be forthcoming. And those who turn to faith should have that guidance available to them. And maybe, I've not heard even, I've not even heard any reports uh, are any interviews or any suggestions 
that people are turning either to faith or away from faith um, in this uh, world pandemic. And to me, that seems to be a little bit of a black hole in all that I've read. Remember, this is episode 88. I've been doing this four, five, six times a week since early March. And the number of times I've talked about a religious leader stepping forward and giving comfort, if it's a handful, um, that's as much. So not really a soapbox from me, but me wondering why people of faith aren't standing forward and giving comfort and uh, compassion and uh, guidance to their faithful. And I'll try and not mention things like that again, but to me it just seemed a complete void in all the things that I've covered. Okay, that's enough for me. I better not say any more. I don't want to disaffect people. And of course, if you're not religious, you may think, well, that doesn't concern me. But one would have thought to those people that are not of a, a religious nature, they would, la- would like to think that if they have friends of strong faith, they were having the, the consolence uh, and the guidance that they needed, um, and they would be desperate for that. Okay, um, apologies for that interruption. We do do this live, uh, but that's the end of episode 88, Never Isolated, Stats, Sports, and My Soapbox. I'll be back in a day or so, sometime over the weekend, for episode 89, when we don't talk about all these things, but we have our quiz, lonesome quiz, because there's no other people taking part when you listen back to it. But um, those have seemed, looking at the uh, number of people that listen back to this episode, the stats for those 13 past quiz episodes seem to uh, garner more numbers. So thank you for those people listening to those. And with that, um, I will... Uh, say in my pre-recorded voice bye for now thank you for listening to never isolated show id 7910667 hosted here on TalkShoe. bye for now lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.